0: Hello everyone, this is Richard Robertson, from the Dean's Office. With me today are Greg Hurley and Eric Forst. Uh, Greg is the leader of our dance program and main faculty member there in that in that program and choreographer and dancer, and Eric Forst teaches all the percussion here at Messiah, and the uh, the concert we're going to talk about is this Saturday night. It's mainly Eric's concert, it's Percussion Ensemble Concert. Mm-hmm. But this is the second year for Eric and Greg to collaborate in their in this performance. And I have to say, as someone who got to sit back and watch it last year and listen, uh, I thought this was one of the most exciting concerts uh, we did last year. I was I really, really, Thank really you. enjoyed yeah. this, uh, this concert. And, of course, I love the fact that we're collaborating across departments like this. Uh, anytime that happens, as we know, it um, doesn't always, let's just say it doesn't always happen everywhere, and so collaboration is a good thing, and uh, and I'm excited by, by this and uh, excited about the event that's going to happen uh, this Saturday. But I just want to start, uh, like I said, and give you a chance to uh, talk a little bit about your programs. This is the first time I've talked with you on this uh, podcast series, so... Eric, why don't you go first and talk a little bit about the percussion program. You've been here- This is my seventh five? year. Seventh year, This wow. is my
1: seventh year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I started in 2013. When, when I started, we had uh, three majors, three percussion majors, four percussion majors, and um, we were down to three at one point, and now we have 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so the program is doing very well. Um, the students, uh, we, we tend to emphasize, A well-rounded percussion education so the students we we work on playing as uh, everything as well as we possibly can um tailoring it to what the students best at um so we have students that are very good keyboard players and you know we we try to uh to help that along as much as we can but also address areas of weaknesses as well and you know we we compete nationally and internationally at conventions and and do very well with that as well sure and i know
0: that so last year Mm -hmm. You went to Indiana.
1: We went to Indianapolis for the Percussive Arts Society's International Convention, yes. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're competing there against R1 institutions. Absolutely, Yeah. Yes. Last year yeah. we
1: competed against 15 other uh, Division I yeah. Research One universities, yes. and, um, and we got 11th. And this year we're going again, and we'll be competing against 17 others. Right. And hopefully we'll do better than that. So, so. just to put this in context, mm-hmm.
0: it's as if the... You know, the basketball team at a school of 3,000 is competing with Penn State on an equal Oh,
1: absolutely! Yeah, we're we're actually on the for the competition this year. Mm -hmm. um, Some of the groups that are there. There's two groups from Texas, Austin. Mm -hmm. Uh, One group from Indiana is coming. Mm -hmm. Uh, And these are major music major music programs. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. um, several several large state universities are sending uh, sending groups to this and. You know, our students play just as well as any of them. Mm-hmm. They they really do. And mm-hmm. I think they're probably gonna surprise some people at mm-hmm. this competition. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. No, I
0: think I think that's tremendous. Yeah. I think it's really exciting yeah. actually. So um now, how many concerts does the, the ensemble do on campus each year?
1: We typically do two. Uh-huh. Um, we do the, the Fall Showcase concert which, is a, uh, concert, which is this one, and then we'll do one in the spring as well. This, this year is going to be a little different with the Azagano program that's right, coming in right. the spring. That's going to be our spring program this right, year. Right. <clears throat> um, but we'll do some other. We're going to try to do a, a small little tour this spring mm-hmm. at some schools maybe out in the oh, Pittsburgh great, area. Great. Yeah, uh, we've been talking about that. So. so
0: Azagana, we'll do another whole podcast about that. Mm-hmm. But just to give a, a foretaste, this is uh, African drumming it, and dance. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, a, it's a group that I'm in, I've been involved in for several years now. The, it's um, a group that is West African drumming and dance, mm-hmm. um, led by Pascal and Zelma Young right. uh, from Ohio University. And uh, they're going to come here, um, and we're going to put on a program of the half, half of the program is going to be traditional West African drumming and dance, and the second half is going to be uh, more contemporary uh, fusion kind of styles of dancing and, and, and music, <clears throat> and this year, uh, and Greg will also be involved in that as well. As say, well, so as this dance yeah. and
0: it involves several of our the choirs.
1: choirs uh, the concert choir and UVOP will be performing. Mm-hmm. The orchestra is going to be performing, and. This year, the um, the National Dance Company of Ghana is coming right, from right. all the way from Ghana to come here and be a part of this. So,
0: so that's just to whet everyone's appetite. That yeah. that's, that's coming next March. Yeah, uh, that's going to be great. Uh, this yeah, is the second be, time Osagano has been here, and it was fabulous the first time, and it's going to be even better this time because be it did, we're just doing more things, and mm-hmm. so it's really exciting. Uh, so, Greg, uh, on to dance. Um Yes. So you've been here a little bit longer than Eric, maybe 10 years or so?
2: Uh, I started as an adjunct in 2010. 2010, mm-hmm. so not
0: quite 10 years. And when did we start? I know at that time we didn't even have a dance minor. Right. But we, we started that very soon.
2: We, uh, 2011 we started a dance minor. Okay. And, and then the major started when? 2013. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So how many classes have we graduated at this point? Uh,
2: 16, 17, mm-hmm. 18 Nineteen. Nineteen. Four classes. Four classes. classes. Right, right. Mm -hmm. We started with five dance majors, Mm -hmm. and now we have, depending on the day, 17 or 18.
0: (laughs) 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 And, of course, the dance program is much larger than the majors because uh, we're also part of the musical theater program that's in your department, and there are a whole host of other dancers, wonderful dancers. I know I worked with one in... In a composition last year, right. that you say could be a professional dancer, and and uh, um, yes, and, she, and she's a English and sociology major, I believe. So there are a lot of people who are on campus majoring something else. So there are several options for dance students uh, that, that go beyond just majoring in in dance. Uh, and you have several double majors, and you have several people majoring in other areas and uh, take and very involved in the dance program.
2: Right, because we have students who come here for other majors, who. Um, Want the um, level of dance training that we provide here, or dance opportunities, but want to study other majors, and that's the appeal of coming to a school with a dance major.
0: Mm-hmm. What are some of the double majors that you've that you've had?
2: Uh, psychology, English, theater, athletic training, uh, nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, someone, uh, new student, first year students, looking at um, actually is going to be a dance major. But knows that she wants to uh, be a physical therapist, so she's going to get the prerequisite courses here, and the, the dance major's undergraduate degree will serve her well to go to get her master's degree mm-hmm. in physical mm-hmm. therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have students like that. I think there's well. someone
0: working in our physical therapy program who's yes,
2: um, who's got real ballet experience or real working with a- dance experience. Amy Humphrey, right? who who too mm-hmm. leads the the doctoral program, the new doctoral mm-hmm. program in physical therapy, got her undergraduate degree in dance. And then she was a, then she moved on to physical therapy, occupational therapy, I'm not exactly sure, but she worked with a, a ballet company for eight years in Washington, DC.
0: Yeah, so an amazing so. connection there with that program. And uh, uh, I believe one of our first graduates also works in that area. It's sort of tangentially, she's not a physical therapist, but she did the athletic training. I believe. Yes, yes, she yeah.
2: was. A, yes, Tessa was an athletic uh-huh. trainer. Um, and um, dance major. Right. And then one of the first jobs she got to work for um, was to work for Hershey Park, the mm-hmm. dancers. And then in the fall, she'd work with sports teams with high schools. And I think now she's, she's done that for a couple of years. She's in a local dance company, I think in Frederick. And then I think she's getting her master's degree now to pursue that. But her senior yeah. project was in, in physical therapy, right, uh, that yeah. area. But mm-hmm. her senior project was injury prevention for right. dancers. Right, right. So we look to combine all the interests mm-hmm. um, to see how it expands their career and what yeah. what they do.
0: I'm happy to say, since since we're um, musicians and dancers here, uh, <laughs> in the SNAP data, you know, uh, in one of their data briefs, uh, they, you know, the first they said the unemployment rate for all artists is the same as all college graduates. So that you know that that's oh. part of the part of the debunking the myth that of the starving artist. But another part of that is that performance, music performance majors and dancers had the lowest unemployment rate. Right. Mm. And uh, of, of, all, of all majors in the arts. Mm. And uh, so it was, it was a good, it was over a percentage point lower than everyone else. And uh, I think it's the, the discipline, the, the, you yeah. know, the work ethic and the discipline, the daily discipline that, that it requires to excel in both of those areas. Uh, just leads to good work habits. Whatever you do, you know. right?
2: The creative thinking. Um, there's that required, part of as yeah. well. The organization. Um,
0: but all artists have creative thinking. I think there's something different about the the, the daily, rehearsing, practicing, being in the studio every mm-hmm. day. You know, you just have right. to do it over and over again. And um, I think that's that's a part of it as well. That's, it's a learning thing. new
2: dances and and new music pieces mm-hmm. all the time. Um, we're always yeah. learning, so yeah. even retraining for, I don't know, yes. if you were to get yeah. on a new computer system, that's not going to throw a dancer <laughs> or a musician off. Like, oh, that's it's right. just like a okay. new piece and of music. New. right, okay. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's get to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. new charge. That's new our charge. life every day.
0: I know somebody said once uh, we had a, one of our alums who had been you know, a working musician out in the, uh, perform, working performing musician his whole career, and he said, you know, uh, they talk about people being laid off, and he said, a musician is always laid off. And uh, we're constantly looking for new gigs, and uh, so you know there's there's so many aspects of our job that just prepare us. Everything else looks easier, you know. So (laughs) we're constantly marketing ourselves, constantly rehearsing, constantly working, constantly learning something new. Uh, So could the two of you talk uh, a little bit about how this collaboration came about uh, that you did last year?
1: Well, we were at the, uh, in May Development Week, mm-hmm. um, we, we had spent the previous school year um, talking about, um, what is it, Black Mountain, is that, mm-hmm. and, and the amount of collaboration um, right. in our School of the Arts meetings, and amount of collaboration that, um, cross,
0: across disciplines, cross of Cross-discipline collaboration
1: yeah. that, that was going on in that particular institution, and, you know, I, I'm uh, coming from a kind of an indoor drumline kind of world where that's kind of Part of the, the deal. Um, I've always kind of wanted to put on more of just a show rather than just having percussion ensemble pieces mm-hmm. on stage right. being performed. And I've always been looking for ways to kind of do that. And I had been planning on doing a piece by Paul Lansky, one of a very, very popular, very famous percussion ensemble work called Threads. Um that was uh nine nine movements, ten movements, ten, ten, movements. ten movements long. And I was listening to it in my car on the way home from school, and this was in the spring of, of two thousand and uh, 17, seventeen. Yeah, and I immediately started having these ideas of like they're, they're, each movement was so had its own character to it. It just was begging for choreography, mm-hmm. and so I I went to, to Greg and I said, Hey, we should do this. I mean, we talked about it over email several right. times, and. And he came with this idea about attaching uh, enneagrams Mm -hmm. to each of the movements, which I thought was just absolutely fantastic. And it was, the the concert went off really, really well. The the choreography was amazing. I think the experience for my students and for his students was great, that collaboration. Right,
2: right. I think that the most enjoyable part about that night was seeing, the percussionists and the dancers come off stage and the the amount of concentration that they both had put in to make the other look better, they had been through the ringer, But because their focus was so great to work together to make this happen. I think the the dancers felt a pressure to augment what the drummers were doing and the drummers felt the pressure of Being right, the 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 supporting the dancers, yeah, having to be right where they needed to be, mm -hmm. tempo
1: wise, mm -hmm. and and making sure that everything locked the way that it did, so the dancers could get what they needed right on stage, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm.
2: So so the the synergy, they they actually created this thing beyond both of them, mm -hmm. um, because they were trying to support each other, and and as a result of the concert, it was I, I know for us, it was our
1: it was the most people. We've had come to a percussion ensemble concert. And yeah. any percussion ensemble concert I think I've ever done in my life, even when I was in school myself, I don't recall yeah. well, I agree. being that many people. And I just i, re- I remembered leading up to that, um, Travis Weller came mm-hmm. to one of the rehearsals. And after he saw 20 minutes of the piece, he, he looked at me and he, he said, um, How many programs did you order? <laughs> and, and i said 150 and he said it's not enough and it, turned, Man, it almost, wasn't enough it wasn't I enough remember. we yeah. almost had 400 people there yeah at that concert. yeah, right. yeah. yeah. yeah right. and and so afterwards i i mentioned to greg i said you know we should probably just keep doing this yeah you know yeah. It, 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 we're not great. doing
2: it's a no-brainer yeah,
1: yeah it we're not doing as elaborate a production as we did last year sure. this time around but sure. it's two pieces right you know and, and pretty significant works
2: right yeah. even though it's the length is isn't as great mm-hmm. um i'm using more dancers and uh mm-hmm. it, and i'm using more musicians right yeah right i'm and using it, the so, D. Uh, that's right <laughs> i was gonna leave that uh, part out yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it, it, it's still it's, it's still pretty hefty work that yeah. that we're 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 attacking here with mm-hmm. the music with a the new yeah. theme and idea yeah. so
0: Is it just the one piece, or is it two? two. Two, That's what I thought.
1: The last piece on the first half of the concert, which is the one you're playing on, Right. the Andy Akio's To Walk a Run in West Harlem. Uh And then the second piece, the first piece on the second half of the concert, is um, The Feeling of Coming Home by Victor Okay. Both of these are fairly new. Victor's piece was written two years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think Andy's -hmm. Andy's was originally... um, I, a chamber, a mixed chamber I ensemble say it's that transcribed was transcribed for rearranged percussion, for percussion yeah, ensemble uh, for the University of Nebraska. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, both of them are present different challenges. I Yes. Think. Right. <laughs> yeah. They do.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, the the the, the piece that I'm playing, the Runner Walker, Walker Run, or Walker or, walk run. Walk run. Yeah. Walk run in West Harlem. Uh, you know, just it has such. Um, it's you know the one part you said was isorhythmic, but really he's using. He's playing number games through the whole piece. Uh, the whole, piece, oh, the, whole yeah. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, uh, he is. <laughs> so what that was like for, for you? What was that like for you, Greg, to try to choreograph when you you can't? You, you've got multiple pulses going on at the same time, and multiple rhythmic right. frameworks. It, it was. You
2: know? It was. I'm glad I took music theory in high school, <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember a lot of it. But I did find myself dissecting uh-huh. the score and looking for patterns in there yes because there's like one pattern in there where i'm like oh we're going to count even though it's in seven four in the one section yes this is a pattern of six for us yes um and just trying to find those motifs yes and, and then for dancers some dancers read music and some dancers don't to help them translate right um but what i'm most excited about when we when we heard live for the first time the dancers, whether they read music or not, were listening to it a lot. So, as they heard it live, I just say to them, Do you know where you are in this as they're mm-hmm. just sitting? I'm mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, oh, this is this section. This mm-hmm. is that section. So, so it's been a like, great well, educational mm-hmm. experience to say, Okay, we're in seven four. And then it's going to four four. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's back in seven four. Mm-hmm. Um, to even just make them dance in a seven. Um, so, you
0: have them actually counting different rhythmic groupings like that instead yes. of just the usual eight beats. Yes, sort of yes. Yeah. There,
2: no, mm-hmm. I. Since I understood it in a seven mm-hmm. um, like you like you're running sixteenth notes we're following the yeah. Uh uh-huh. um is is that seven so yeah, they're counting I counted it and broke it down in sevens for mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. I didn't
0: I actually practiced that both ways because uh, of course it's a seven uh, pattern against a six pattern right and i have I have practiced the 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 starting points of both patterns all the way through and do them out of order and whatnot just to get you know try to he, Yes, because Rack I I, I
2: heard the mm-hmm. music before I saw the score. Yeah. So I was I was at first trying to figure what's what, going on. What time yeah. signature is this yeah. in? And I yeah. was like, can yeah. I please have the score just to see what they're doing here? Yeah, you're um, repeating the same thing. Both hands yeah. repeat the same uh, thing
0: over and over again, but one's a six, one's in six beats, and one's in seven beats. Right. Yeah. And then you do it three times. Right. You yeah, know, it goes through all of that. And you do it three times. Yeah. But that's great
2: experience for, for <laughs> sure. the dancers, mm-hmm. um, and it makes it uh challenging and it gives me input for what to do with it physically mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, what is
1: the what is the theme the, the, the theme
2: the, yeah the theme for the keo piece is a culture of scarcity interesting mm-hmm.
0: um well it's interesting because he you know he does that little thing where he has the capital letters that spell alone yeah and well, when he writes out the titles so, right so, so scarcity and being alone or uh, they they kind of go together, yeah. Little, yes, yeah,
2: it's yes. And since the humanities theme is mm-hmm. vulnerability and security, uh-huh. we're kind of going that way. So okay. scarcity is idea.
0: So you're already working off of the <sighs> humanities symposium theme now, even yes. though you're not going to perform this. Ah, uh, I, I, I might, You might bring it back. I then. might bring it back. So, so just, just if, in I, the theme. if I can follow up on that just a little bit, this has become right from the first year of the dance major. Right, uh, this became uh, now a well-established tradition that the uh, dance program will uh, end the Humanities Symposium. So after a week of presentations, lectures, and academic papers, and a major keynote speaker on Thursday night, then on Friday and Saturday night, our dance program, and Greg with his choreography, and also uh, um, our, our two, our instructors other, our two gonna... other teachers, will have their choreography. You, you research the topic. Right. You create pieces around the topic, and then you present this wonderful performance so in our black box theater.
2: We create a dance lecture.
0: Yeah, exactly. That ends the uh, ends the humanities symposium every year. And uh, as Jean Corey said once, Jean, who directs the right. humanities, the Center for Public Humanities here at Messiah, as she said once, you you embody, you incarnate the ideas they've been talking about all week.
2: Yes, that's the fun part. When when mm-hmm. I, have, I don't know what the other lectures are, but but someone like Jean's been to all, them all, mm-hmm. and then. More times than not, our our dance lecture becomes the culmination mm-hmm. of, of, of different aspects. Various themes they've heard through the week. That they've heard throughout yes. the week, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm, I am I'm was tapping into Brene Brown, the mm-hmm. ideal of vulnerability yeah. um, mm-hmm. and a culture of scarcity. Mm-hmm. Akio already sounds like a horror. Mm-hmm. It does. It's it's good music for so, Halloween. Yeah, we're so recording this I, on Halloween. So. <laughs> so I never made a, a horror dance before a Halloween <laughs> dance, but the, the, the Scarcity piece is the closest thing I've gotten to a, uh-huh. a Halloween dance. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's gonna be some fun stuff happening. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, it's it's been like I said, it was one of my favorite programs. I mean, I I love everything we do here at this. You know, it's it's. um it's you know, such an honor to serve as dean and to be able to just come and see all the amazing things that all of our faculty do in all, all of the, all the different programs here. But uh, uh, I did particularly enjoy this one last year. And of course, um, as, as Eric knows, in, in, my, in my youth, I was a kind of sort of drummer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> he played the drum. Yep. No, I never well, danced. But I, I have to say that because I used to conduct the musical theater program, for, uh, the productions for many years, and watched the poor men trying to dance when they had never uh, had a day of dance in yeah. their life, uh, I think I'm just so thrilled that we have this program. And, uh, and for, for all of our theater majors who so desperately need that skill, and they don't all come in prepared for it. Some do and some don't. And um, Varying so, degrees. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that's really. I'm I'm thrilled that we have the program, and I think it's become an outstanding program in just a short period of time. So, and I'm looking forward to to Saturday night. Yeah. And yes. As
2: as we it's all are. Be great. Yeah. 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 Dancers are excited.
0: Well, thank you, gentlemen. It's been thank fun you. to talk. Thank you. This is Richard Robertson from the Dean's office.